Love moves. some good propaganda anime. Propaganda anime. Propaganda anime. <laughs> After the like several episodes of us when Ro and I were recording virtually, so it was like always off because oh, yeah. it's like you can't even tell if it's if we were off or there was a lag or yeah. like well like we're really hit or miss. It's either like yes or it's like eh. it was like three minutes later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like one of you was not even in the room. Like <laughs> anyway, oh my goodness! Hello to the singular person listening to this podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah, and we are both gay. <laughs> That was really to the point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Today, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. When you... Question. Yeah. This is somewhat related. When okay. you are, like, expressing to someone else mm-hmm. about, like, your sexuality, do yeah. you, like, what is your go-to, like, not for explaining to someone, but just, yeah. like, being like, oh, I'm, you know, queer or whatever. Like, what's um, your go-to term? Uh, I will tell you, uh... By way of a, a, an anecdotal story, actually. I love an anecdote. Yes. Uh, because I came out to some coworkers the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought you said you were done with that. You found, you found more that didn't know? Yeah, I did. I did. Because, like, so this is the fun thing. is like, it's just sort of, like, as it comes up. But it's one of those things where, like, I, I, I don't know if it's the workplace that I'm in or if it's just, like, they don't find it that interesting, so they're not going to talk about it. So, like, nobody's, like, gossiping about it, right? So if I haven't told them directly... They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Um, and so the other day, around Valentine's Day, uh, I, a couple of the girls at my work were like, hey, let's all get together at this, part- we had a, an adult cookie decorating class. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the, but by which I mean a cookie decorating class for adults, not that like the cookies were not like phallic. Um, <laughs> it was just like cookies of boobs. The adult cookies. Um... <laughs> That'd be fun, though. That would be fun. Um, but no, there was a cookie decorating class, and they said, hey, let's all sign up for this class. It'll be like a Galentine's thing. It'll be fun. Yeah. And it's something that, like, this this instructor has all, has been teaching this class at one of the, at, like, the, the Garland Recreation Centers mm-hmm. for a long time. And one of our employees, her sister, also works in Garland. Anyway, that's a lot of information. So we're going to this Galentine's thing. And we all get together for dinner beforehand, and we go and do our cookies. And so we're talking, and at one point they start talking about movies. And I had uh, had several conversations with one of my coworkers previously about how, like, I don't know a lot of movies. Like, she'll be like, oh, have you ever seen Devil Wears Prada? Or, you know, what? I, like, all these movies that are, like, kind of, like, really popular, kind of, like, classics from, like, the, like, 90s, early 2000s. When you um, weren't allowed to watch it. I was not, I I was the same not, I was I not allowed understand. to watch them. And now it's kind of like, I don't, I don't just sit and watch movies all the time. I can't, like, I can't possibly catch up on the years of movies that I have missed out on. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that we talked about in the past. And when they started talking about movies, 
and I kind of dropped out of the conversation a little bit and I wasn't like being as active in it. They were like, oh, right, because you haven't seen these. And so then she had to explain to the other people because one was the coworker and one was the sister who works at another city. Uh, you know, like Sarah was really sheltered. She didn't, you know, get to watch any movies. And so like, haha, we'll joke about how Sarah's kind of sheltered. And, I, you know, like those are jokes that I'm in on. That was not like a mean spirited thing. But so through the course of the conversation, they were like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. So like, would your mom like disown you? if she knew you'd seen those movies or, you know, something like that, something very like extreme. And I was like, haha, no, uh, but she'd probably disown me if she knew I was gay though. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> I love that I've had this exact same situation yeah. and I was like, should I do that to myself? Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't in that moment, but one of these days I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so rewarding. It's great <laughs> to watch people be like, it's so fun. Because like they were just like, oh my god. And my favorite thing, one of my coworkers, she's like so sweet, and she's like such an animated person, and she's um, I think she was a she was in cheer when she was in high school, mm-hmm. and she's still got a lot of that very like happy sort of per- yeah. personality. So like a lot of the she's like, OMG, that is like. Like, she'll be like, that is B-A-N-A-N-S. Like, she's <laughs> so funny. What a strange person. I love it. She's so funny. But so she was like, oh my gosh, are we the only people who know? Like, what's, who, tell me ever. Like, she wanted to know every, it was so cute. Um, and then you have to be like, no, actually, I'm pretty sure everybody knows. And I was like, no, I, I, I've told a few other people at work. And she was like, oh my gosh. Um... But yeah, so I think my go-to phrase is gay. Mm-hmm. I just like jump to that immediately because like if you like cuz I'm married to a man. And so people who know that I'm married to a man and I say I'm gay, they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." And please explain. Yeah, a lot of people forget that like bi and pan people exist in the yeah. middle, so they're like, "You're gay, but you're married to a yeah, man." Yeah, it's like, like that and I but I kind of enjoy that like moment of cognitive dissonance where they're like like wait what? They, like it how can you be gay and marry a man? Hold. yeah it's fun um so then i was like yeah i know i'm bisexual and like you know explain the whole thing but yeah yeah so that's that's my go-to phrases i'm gay yeah gay is also my go-to unless i'm trying to explain it to somebody yeah i just like blanket say yeah. gay it's just, I don't know, it's not, it's, like, not wrong. It's, like, to me, it's, like, more of, like, an, um, I think it, it used to be more, that word obviously used to be much more specific of, like, specifically gay men. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like, men who only like men, but now it's kind of overarching of, like, well, and it's, I think it's kind of one of those phrases that has been, like, it's gone so many, it's gone back and forth so many times between being, like, a derogatory statement and then they, well, we're just gonna take that mm-hmm. and then derogatory again and well, we're just taking to take that new meaning that you've given it and like that kind of thing. Yeah. Somebody is just like stomping around so much. It's my upstairs the, neighbor has the like the most giant, horrible, gross dog. I keep forgetting about that and it's <laughs> really distracting. It is very distracting. It, like periodically he'll like, I don't know, get the zoomies or be like playing oh, so that you can just hear him like got the zoomies i'm sure that the mic is picking that up that's insane oh i'm sure it's very loud um, sorry uh, what can we do um but yeah it's like it's like how it like it used to be very specific to gay men and then it was like well we'll just like take that and then it was like then it became like oh the gays and like that became like just a a quote-unquote derogatory term to a, a, apply to like the entire lgbtq plus like community yeah um 
Can I say something really quickly? I don't know if this is going to be bad. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Just looking to see what time it is in case we got to cut this out. <laughs> if Sarah thinks that it might be bad, it's probably I, pretty I genuinely bad. don't know. Okay. I find it really weird that we keep having to add letters. Because it, it's like, yeah, I get it where it's like, you know, we want to be inclusive of the fact that, yeah. like, it's encompassing many identities it's, that are like... But it's like, we can't, we can't keep adding it's letters, It's so long. <laughs> because, like, it, like, there was, all, like, there, like, they added the Q, and it was like, that is, like, a really kind of blanketing term for a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know why and we don't stop like, there. Because a lot then of they people added use the queer as, yes. like, yeah. And it's like, they added the, 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 added the Q, and it's like, okay, queer, that's, we got it, we good. And then they added the plus, and they're like, oh, there's more. There's more after the after the blanketing statement. It's like, there's... And there's like, oh, but well, let's add the, the A as well. It's like, we can't keep doing this. There's too many letters. Please. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't sure if that was going to be, like, offensive somehow. I don't think so. I think a lot of people think it's too long. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. It's like we need to, it's getting to the point where it's like, yeah, you want something that encompasses all of these identities. Yeah. We need to stop adding more to this one and just come up with a new one. What's the one, what's that one TikTok where the, the lady's like, I don't know if you're like Lejibitiqua or what? <laughs> yeah, the Lejibitiqua. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know exactly we'll what you're talking about. just take that one. Yeah, Lejibitiqua. <laughs> just. Yeah, it's like, it's it's getting to the point where people keep changing it. It's like, okay, this is getting it's ridiculous. Getting, we need to just start over. It's getting difficult to talk about because then every time you have to say it, then it's like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> like, here's all the letters. We just need one word that yes. covers everybody. Please. So everybody feels included. But yes. like, we're not saying like 15 letters here. No. Just, just, anyway. yeah, let's start over. Anyway, okay. <laughs> no, that's, I don't think that's offensive. All right. I'm sure somebody will. But somebody will. I just, I was like, I was like, I don't know how, because I don't, I feel like I'm not, uh, because of what we're going to talk about today. Ooh, transition. Um, I feel like I'm like, I, because of the, the experience that I've had, I haven't, I feel like I'm like on the outer edge of that community as a whole. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of like, there's a lot of the, like the culture that I'm really not in mm -hmm. and so there's sometimes where I'm like <clears throat> I am a part of this community but I don't know what the like general feeling in this community is about xyz topic yeah so yeah we'll come back to that because I have a follow-up question but I don't want to derail okay. it before we get to the part where it's gonna make sense Ooh. all right um but I do have a follow-up question yeah. But yeah, so today that's what we're going to talk about is, and not just, like, sexuality in terms of, like, who you're attracted to, but, like, yeah. as a whole, in terms yeah. of, like, your sense of sexuality and your, like, awareness of uh, sex and romance and, and like, like, just, your like, that feelings whole, on that and That all whole of part it. of the human experience. Yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk yeah. about is the sort of, like, genesis and development of that across our lives. Because we've had, we both had very similar experiences mm -hmm. growing up in, like, very similar households. Yeah. Super conservative, super, like, outspoken against, you know, gay people and all of that yep. stuff. And sex, and we just don't talk about that sort of thing. All, yeah. No all one's really even gonna bring it up. Like, yeah. it's just... It's not been good. No. it's That's <laughs> not a good way to bring up a It's child. not been good. And it's, you know, it's interesting, too, because, like, I know, I know you are, you are not interested in having kids. Um, but it's one of those things that, like, has for me, fostered this, like, whole, it's almost like a special interest, mm -hmm. where it's like, I, 
have given so much thought to how I might raise my future children so that they don't have to go through the things that I had to go through. Yeah, so that doesn't happen Specifically to them. in the, like, and, like, the, everybody who, like, thinks about having children, I hope, thinks about how they're going to raise them. Well, um, I think, like, most people, it's that very reactionary, like, well, my parents kind of messed me up in this way. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's really nothing you can do to not sort of mess your yeah, kid up. Yeah, you're going to kind of mess your kid up. a human. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people have that sort of yeah sense of like, well, how do we fix this? Okay, we kind of fixed this. Yeah, and... but it's in so in, so yeah. It's like I I thought like thought a lot about that, and a lot of it is you know probably reactionary. But I think it's like that specifically, and just like how am I going to raise my children with like how am I going to teach them about sexuality? How am I going to teach them about like you know, like, body positive, like, all of those things, it's, like, a very, like, it consumes a lot of my time mm-hmm. just trying to, like, fix that. Yeah, which I feel like not only is that helpful for the children that you will have, but I feel like that's somewhat helpful for you and, like, kind of healing I yourself. So. I of, think like, so. I know that, why did nobody ever tell me this and just, you know, like, why did I have to feel bad about this for yeah. so long? yeah. When I didn't have to, like, you know, it's kind of healing for yourself. Like, well, how can I fix this for someone else? Because I couldn't fix it for me then. Exactly. But I can fix it for me now. I can try. (laughs) (laughs) Do what you can. We can can try. Um, But yeah. Is that a reference to something? No, I just like to sing sometimes. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, that's a new thing that I've been doing uh, over the past, like, I don't know, year or two. Is, like, getting more and more into, like, vocal stems of just, like, singing random phrases and it's not like i'm like singing them to the tune of anything it's just like it's just like like vocalizing yeah just vocalizing like let's turn this phrase into a classic rock riff why not Mm -hmm. um it's just something that makes me happy hey whatever makes you happy dude (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) i really brought this dude grinding all i really did (laughs) sorry I also just had the the thought and the like remembrance that we talked about last time something that we said we were gonna come back to, what? and I'm trying oh. to remember what it was. Was it Dick Fight Island? Was it me telling oh, you about it, it and then Fight you were Island? gonna go read it? It was that. Oh my god, because I did, I did. You read did, it. yeah. Sarah did go read <laughs> I it. I read it in an afternoon. Yeah, we'll stop this serious conversation. Have a bit about Dick Fight Island. Yeah, and we'll come right back. Um, major takeaways from Dick Fight Island because I only read the first one. Major takeaways from Dick, Dick Fight Island on the like page. Page three, two, it's like, here's the, here's the characters. And it gives you, like, it's all, like, like, cut up into, like, different, like, panels on the screen where it's, like, introducing the characters, but it introduces them based on an illustration of their dick armor. Not their face, their dick armor. And I thought that was really interesting. I was, like, two pages in and I was like, this is already bizarre. Um... And then also, just, like, the, the sensor bars, <laughs> the, like, infinitesimal sensor bars that were just, like... I told you like, about that conversation I had at work about sensor bars, right? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna derail that conversation for another brief one, which was I walked Excellent. into the other room at work the other day. Okay. Into a conversation of someone in the middle going, oh, you mean that tentacle stuff? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, this is a conversation I would walk into. 
And the other guy goes, no, 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 I mean, like, hentai in general. It's not all tentacle stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then I made the exact face that Sarah just made, which was like, (laughs) I was kind of laughing about it. (laughs) Which then brought this other, the guy that, like, clearly brought this up. Yeah. He looked at me and goes, oh, Taylor knows what I'm talking about. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I do, but no, no, no. This is not this part of work when we start talking about the fact that me and my friends sometimes watch hentai as a joke. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that to someone. Not, not, not watching hentai as a joke with your friends like you're watching a funny, like, dog video. Yeah. It's, like, the same vibe. Yeah. But (laughs) we can't talk about that. Exactly. We're not there. So that happened. And then this guy proceeds to be like, did you know? And I was like, did you bring this up just to give someone, like, one of those, like, nerdy did you know facts? Absolutely. And he was like, did you know that the reason that tentacle porn is a thing is because the Japanese government makes you, like, censor, like, penises. Right. And so in Dick Fight Island, in hentai, in any, like, even if it's hentai and it's porn. Yeah. It is, there is a censor bar somewhere. And I don't think they're very specific about where, which is why you get it in places like Dick Fight Island where it's, like, mid-shaft. And it's like, what are you even censoring? That's nothing. Nothing, yeah. You can see everything. But they have to have it, so they do it. And so it's like, well, a tentacle is not a penis, so you don't have to censor it. Yep. So they started making tentacle porn, and then people just developed a genuine kink for tentacle porn, because that's what you're showing people. Yep. And if that's what you're looking at when you're getting off, eventually you're going to yep. have a kink for that. That is how that works, actually. That is, it unfortunately, exactly how that works. That is exactly how you give yourself kinks. It is. Um, yeah, no, that's it. I did know that, actually, because <laughs> I also uh, know somebody who's, like, really nerdy. And which somebody <laughs> this could be any of the somebody's that we know you know what that's valid no, is this somebody daniel. that I, I was gonna say is this somebody that i know oh, of course uh, when is. you said it like that i was like there's no way it's not daniel yeah no it's a hundred percent daniel daniel's incredibly nerdy and knows a lot about anime and watches a lot of uh video essays about anime and adjacent topics yeah He's watched so many video essays, this is another aside, he's watched so many video essays about, like, anime and adjacent topics that now he's, like, gotten into a a place where he's, like, watching video essays about a Japanese cult that that has produced movies. Daniel! So this Japanese cult has produced, like, propaganda anime. We love some good propaganda anime. Propaganda anime. Propaganda anime. That's what we have to call this. Oh my gosh. It's going to be like a real bait and switch because that's not anything what we're talking about, really. Anyway, to get back to the... Yeah. The the back to the original hand. aside, which yeah. was Dick Fight Island. Dick Fight Island. So yeah, those are my major things. Because, uh, like, the rest of it, it was like, this is bizarre. And this there's a lot going on. But the major takeaways were like, this sensor bar is ridiculous. And also, I love that they're introducing them based on their dick armor. Um, I also really enjoyed how, like, it was, like, really, like, shonen, overblown, um, the way that they would talk about anal fingering. Yes. That was really funny. A good overblown fingering scene. Yes, absolutely. But, like, just, like, the way, because it, like, it was very, like, reminiscent of, like, I love whatever this is that's going on with your hand. This. You're, like, gesturing, but you're, like, (laughs) I have the... Yeah. It's like a vague insertion gesture, but like not quite. It's Sarah's <laughs> like doing like a talking with their hands, like kind of like stimming thing, but like sort of gesturing, like fingering, but like not quite. <laughs> it's really making me laugh. 
I wish I could tell you why. <laughs> just, uh, you know, like a, like a, it's just, just <laughs> like T-Rex. On. Yeah, it looks like a little, like, and he's like, this bit is going to be so lost to anyone that's listening because you can't see This is entirely a visual bit. I'm so sorry. We'll have to, like, take a picture of your hands doing that <laughs> and just, like, and put them in the, like, crop it off and put it on the cover. secret move and blah, you know, like all of that stuff where they're it's like re- they're shouting at each other and it's really over dramatized it's like it was very that. dramatic it yeah. was like you don't know my secret weapon the prostate <laughs> yeah. and he like shoves his fingers Sho- up there. <laughs> I was like dude and then I love his like his whole dramatic thing where he like like Somebody tries to finger him, and then he was like, this isn't doing anything for me because you're not my sensei, or whatever. <laughs> like, only my sensei can get me off my anal finger. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, talking about his roommate. Oh, my God. It was great. So- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm back to talking-, <laughs> talking about all the trauma we have around Yeah. <laughs> Sexuality from childhood. What's. This is like yesterday. Yesterday I was like. I'm just gonna start talking over Sarah while she cries. Who is in fact in the other room? <laughs> I'm on the phone with my coworker, and he was like telling me something, and then he was like, "Oh yeah," and redacted name is like just fucking standing there because that's this is one guy that's like real slow and he doesn't really ever know what he's doing, so he'll just kind of like sure. stand there sometimes. Like he's like, "I don't know what to do," sure. and he like doesn't have the tools to like. He, Let me go look and see like what needs to be done next. Yeah, so he'll just kind of like he gets kind of like stuck a lot yeah so he's just and so he goes and and so and so is just fucking standing there and i just went i quit (laughs) (laughs) started like cry laughing (laughs) and he goes all right let's go like we're walking out of here let's leave him here by himself to run the place stage in a walkout holy shit and we both just like cry laughed on the phone for like a minute from like opposite ends of of the the location that we work at yeah it's all one like oh my god <laughs> and then he was like, "All right, I'm gonna get started." <laughs> like, hung up and moved on. Oh lord, this might be a new record. We we're like 25 minutes in. <laughs> we like have like barely brushed. We 
mere brushing. Of just a mere brush at the top, like a gentle kiss. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Was your church a um, uh, heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss church, or heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss church? Ah, we. <laughs> <laughs> that will make sense to maybe half the people. That yeah, are this is a very. It's <laughs> a very. Man. I forgot about that. I have not thought about that in years. We were a, um, a little bit of both. Oh? Here's the interesting thing. So we were an unforeseen kiss church mm-hmm. until the youth pastor gave a sermon one day. About that? About that. What the fuck? He's I like, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. So yeah, and it, so he was, he was the youth pastor, but then he like went to seminary. Mm-hmm. Right, and so he's in the process of getting his ordination while he's youth pastoring. Mm-hmm. And so since he's in the process of getting his ordination, they're like, now you can give sermons to the rest of the congregation. I like that you don't have to be ordained to be the youth pastor. They're like, you can say whatever you want yeah. to the kids, but you need I training for it. the adults. There are so many, that's a whole thing that I'll probably get more into. The number of experiences that I have had with the church saying in one breath, the youth are the future of the church. They're like, they're you're like, it's important that we bring them up and like all of the, like t- train a child in the way that he will go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. In the same breath that they're saying all of that, they're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. You don't need any kind of yeah, the youth pastor is just some guy in order to work with youth. You don't need any kind of screening at all to work with youth, mm-hmm. but they are our future. And that I will get into later because it is a big part of this. Um, but yeah, so our youth pastor, he's in the process of getting ordained and he's like, gotta give a sermon. He's giving the sermon to the congregation on a Sunday. And he talks about how that, that was his, that was his thing. He wanted to talk about that song and he was talking about the, like the difference between the two and why, like, why there's like why there's one lyric versus the other and what do they mean and what images do they conjure and like why um why sloppy wet is actually probably more accurate but it's not as nice it's it's not as oh, like a classic like pastor oh bit. yeah it's not as like we want to like put we want to put god in a little box and oh it, not like, the putting god in nice, a box bit. but he's not nice he's not he's not clean he's not like all this stuff and so we're gonna sing this song but it's a sloppy wet kiss gross. <laughs> it's like okay gross all right chuck Maybe that's just, like, a weird way of saying it. Like, Maybe why? that's just a weird way of saying it. Maybe, Maybe just it's not that it's deep, weird. and it's okay. It's all right. Not everything has to be deep. No, it's, it's all right. What we're specifically referring to is there's a shot, there's a song by, I don't know who it's originally by, but uh, Shane and Shane is the artist I know it by. Okay, that's fun, because uh, David Crowder's the, the artist that I was most familiar with. I think that Shane and Shane is just, like, the more modern, like... Yeah. Shane and Shane is, like, a... They're, like, a... A modern Christian boy band. Yes. And th- this is what how Christian music works. Is somebody will write it, and then, like, a million people will just cover it. It's, like, yeah. impossible to tell whose song this originally yeah. is. So I'm sure they're not the original artist. I have no idea who it is. 80% of the time, it's, uh... Oh, shit. What are they called? Shoot. Fuck. Damn it. It's, like, three guys, and they were really popular for, like, a long time. And they were, like... Po- I'm gonna think. I'll have to look it up. Okay, Sarah's gonna look um, it up. But it's it's called "How He Loves Us," and it's like yeah. a song. And there's a whole line where it's like, 
heaven meets earth, and I grew up in an unforeseen kiss environment, where heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss. But then there's also, I don't know what the original version is. I would assume sloppy wet, and then people were like, that's gross. Yeah. And then, like, tried to, like, nicen it, and that's why there's, like, multiple versions, and it's also unclear whose song it is. Um, because, to be fair, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss is gross. That is disgusting. It is That's disgusting. an awful visual. In a very weird way of trying to make the point of just, like, you know, it's this big grand moment of, like, yeah. you know, God reaching down and, like, touching yeah. humanity and, like... I don't know why they made it, like, weird and kind of gross. It's not who I thought it was. It's originally written by John Mark McMillan in 2005. I don't know who that is. Exactly, which is why everybody knows somebody else, because he is a, what looks like a relatively unknown artist, and everybody was like, hey man, nice song. It's mine now. Let me make it popular for you. Uh, You'll get royalties, but no one will know it's yours. Yeah. So. That's kind of how Christian music works. It's yeah. why it's kind of how a lot of music works. That is really. how a lot of music works. That's a whole other thing. I'm not gonna look up the band that I thought I was gonna look up, but it's fine. There is a there is a band that was really popular. Ro will the, text like, us when they edit through this and be like, "Hey, you meant this band?" Yeah, there was a band that was really popular like in the '90s and 2000s. They kind of fell out of like the like forefront, but they were still making music and like. If it's gonna bother a, me now that I, I know, know and I'm and I always forget what they're called. We have to have this bit on every episode where we try to explain one like famous person or popular band yeah. or something, and neither of us we has like the tools know. to explain what um, we mean. But there's like a seventy percent chance that if there's a, like a really popular Christian song that a lot of artists have covered, that it is originally this band. group because they wrote a lot of great music, really, um, and were lyrically like a lot more complex than most. Like contemporary Christian music, yeah. Um, and so, anytime somebody was like, "Nice song," everybody would cover it until we all were tired of that song. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Ro, this is a message just for you. Please text us when you edit this. This happens every time. Every time we do one of these, Ro will text us while they're editing and be like, "Hey, you meant Natalie Portman yeah. or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that we didn't know." Yeah. We should. We, we need known. to have at least one dedicated person on the podcast that just knows we, a lot of famous people and like. Famous media, so that every time we have this, they're like, "Oh, you mean this?" Someday, when this production blows up, and you can quit your job and do this full time, and you have like a whole crew, there will be like some guy named Dave yeah, behind hey, somebody. behind everything who like you, whose voice you can only hear very faintly, where you'll be like, "I don't know who is this," and then and then you'll hear Dave in the back be like, "It's this guy." This <laughs> <laughs> <is> guy. <laughs> All right, we're thirty minutes in. Let's get let's get into the topic. Let's start talking about what we meant to start. talk about the whole time. <laughs> at this point, this is an unhinged this episode. Is at this point, we may as well not talk about that and like just talk about it next episode. Yeah, at this point, we should because we had a, like a tangential topic. Yeah, that we, we talk about, and there was there's so much to get into with that. But yeah, no, we did. Um, so another work story, another fun work story. The other day, um, by which I mean I think yesterday. Um, I was in the car with my supervisor. We were driving from one facility to another facility. That's not really pertinent, but I felt you should know. Sarah um, loves to tell a story with lots of like <laughs> peripheral details. I have a really hard time um, filtering out which details are and are not important. I'm the same way. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> it makes things really difficult. But so we're, we're sitting there, we're in the car, we're talking. 
and I don't recall how we got on this topic, mm-hmm. but she makes a comment about like really not understanding the hype around Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I she and and it was funny because she was like, I'm not even gonna say he's a bad actor. I just don't get why people are so obsessed with him. He's, like, just fine. Yeah, he's fine. It's whatever. But, like, people seem, like, really obsessed with him. And I was like, oh, I can tell you why that is. I can tell you what that that's about. And let me tell you, while Sarah is Sarah <laughs> recounted the story for me last night, and as she was recounting the story, I was like, please, do tell, because I also <laughs> don't understand. So I'm just going to educate everybody about this now, as um, they're, like... It's a phenomenon that's really been going on for a long time, but the first one that I can remember being, like, the, the like, start of, like, how it is now is, like, so, the first of all, the phenomenon is, like, every couple of years, collectively, um, we just pick a new kind of average-looking male celebrity to be obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um... And I use the royal we. Like, this is a collective cultural thing, right? Yes. Um, and I think, it, like, it, in it, to, to my knowledge, the way that it is now, especially, kind of started with Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably true. Yeah. Where, like, when her. he first broke into the acting scene and, like, his first couple of roles, it was like, this guy looks like an alien. <laughs> this guy, those were really, those were, they were like, this guy looks like an alien. And that's really what people said. Um, yeah, he's got, the, he's got like very sharp cheekbones. Very sharp cheekbones and kind of like an angular face and very, you know, and so like, like all these things and they were like, this is so weird. Um, but like, as he, like, as he got into more roles, like, like in Sherlock and stuff like that, as like people grew accustomed to him, it was like. Oh, no, he looks like an alien, but he's kind of a pretty alien. And, like, oh, no, he's like, okay. And then, like, pretty soon, especially because he was playing roles, like, again, he was in Sherlock. And there's the whole Tumblr super hula thing. Oh, my God. Which was just absolutely rabid. Oh, yes. And so if you get that, uh, that number of, like, super rabid fans over just, like, a particular series... Eventually, they're like they they just like hone in on it, and it becomes this like obsession. And he's like the most beautiful man on earth, and he's so he's so gorgeous. And then you have people who are not as interested in the series that he's in, being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And they're like, "You don't get it. You don't understand." And then that set off this like whole thing, where every couple of years we pick a new one. So like Adam Driver. Not an unattractive man, necessarily. Not conventionally attractive. Um, but he plays the misunderstood bad boy in the, like, rebirth of Star Wars movies. And everybody's like, oh my god, a misunderstood bad boy? <laughs> See, I feel like that's really where what? this is coming from. Is these people will play one character. Yes. That people, like, deeply relate to for yes. whatever reason. Yeah, people love a fucking misunderstood bad boy. Yes. People love, like, the sort of, like, mysterious, like, with Benedict Cumberbatch, where he's, like, mysterious and he's, like, kind of better than everyone. Like, people fucking love that shit. And so they'll get really attached to the character, and then 
they like transfer that onto yeah. the actor of like well I'm not very yeah. attached to this actor and then they'll go back and watch other stuff and be like but also did you know he was in blah blah like yeah, with yeah, Adam yeah. Driver people are like well he was in Girls and like that show yeah. like so good um, like, and I guess and well, what's, what's really fun about it is that like <laughs> the thing that's the thing that's going on like the, the most recent one that I know of is everybody is like super obsessed with Pedro Pascal Oh my god, people are like people are dying going for Pedro insane over Pedro Pascal. People are like like I mean like I have literally had conversations with women where they were like I want his babies. Like they are insane over Pedro Pascal. And he's fine. You know? As are most of them. It's he like looks he's fine. fine. But the thing that really gets people is that he plays a really cool character. And you're like, whoa, this character's so cool. And then you look into the actor, and then you see the actor is, like, an attainable-looking person, you know? He's not, like, super ripped. He's not, like, incredibly handsome, like, very, like, conventional beauty standards. Like, everybody has been obsessed for years with, um... Oh, I'm gonna forget his name! Um, Supernatural Dude. But not not the one with the long hair. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. Everybody got really obsessed with the fact that he has a perfect face. It's a perfectly symmetrical face. Wow, he's so pretty, and he is. Um, you know, uh, I feel like the he's like the, <laughs> Jensen Ackles is like that guy at school that everyone has a crush on. I'm saying this to you like you went to school. Yeah. But like that one no, guy at school it. that everyone has like a crush on, and it's like he kind of sucks. Yeah. But everyone just, like, has a crush on him for some reason. Yeah. It's, like, that guy. We're like, I guess. Like, yeah. he's fine. He's fine. But, like, for some reason, everyone just goes rabid for him. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's that kind of thing where it's, like, that's, like, the, the very conventionally attractive person. But, like, then you find this other uh, celebrity who looks a little bit more attainably attractive. Because a lot of people will, like, They'll, like, Mark Ruffalo's, if you will. Yeah, they'll fawn and drool over the Channing Tatum's of the world and the Chris Hemsworth's of the world. But then, when you find the Paul Rudd's, you're like, ooh, he kind of looks like, you know, my neighbor. You know, he looks (laughs) attainable. He looks (laughs) approachable. And so then you, so like then people are like, oh, Pedro Pascal, he plays the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is such a cool character. And he then plays that character? He plays that character. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Mandalorian, super cool character, but you never see his face. Then you see his face and you're like, that's Pedro Pascal. He looks like my college roommate. Like he just looks like a guy. Yeah. Um, he looks just, he could be like someone's uncle. Yeah, exactly. And then you, then you're like, okay, so I really like this actor. He did a really good job in this thing. And then you get into the the thing where you're, like, seeing interviews with him. And, of course, like, everybody's on TikTok now. And TikTok is, like, a very, like, you know, influencer-based thing where it's, like, everybody has to, like, have, like, kind of a personality, so to speak. Yeah. And people are are getting on there and seeing interviews with Pedro Pascal where he's just a goofball. Like, a lot of people are. A lot of people are goofballs. I'm a goofball. You're a goofball. You know, everybody does goofy shit, Mm -hmm. right? But he is an actor. He's a he's in the spotlight as an attainable looking person. And then he does stupid goofy shit and everybody's like, Oh my god You know, and it's yeah. like, oh, wow. Like I'm sure you've seen the the clip circulating of him just like very like like in the most like milk toast voice being like, I'm your daddy. Yes. At the camera. And it's like that's not a sexy thing to say. 
He didn't make it sound sexy. He didn't do anything, but it was like... He's like leaning into the joke. Yeah, he's just like, like, ha Dying um, for it. Yeah, he's just like... He's he's making fun of it. But, like, the number of people responding to that, like, yes, you are, is insane. Um... But yeah, that's, so that's that's the that's the whole thing, and I think it's it started with Benedict Cumberbatch. There's been Adam Driver. There's been Pedro Pascal. There's been honestly, honestly, again, Mark Ruffalo, Paul Rudd. You mentioned Ryan Reynolds earlier as kind of the like yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like the ongoing joke of like if you ask a straight man like yeah. what you think the ideal man is, they'll say Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and like the majority of straight women or women who like men will not say Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But they'll, like they'll say Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is like the a man's idea of the ideal man. Yeah, he's like that perfect intersection between like he's pretty attractive and he's 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 funny and you know people seem to like him, but he's not so attractive that he's unattainable. Exactly. It's it's that perfect intersection of the two where it's like he's the kind of man men think that they are slash can be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's really interesting, too, because, like, again, I told you this earlier, I'll say it now again, when I was telling Daniel about this, he made the comment, he was like, wow, it's really, it's really telling that, like, the, like, the, the thing that all the women are obsessed with is, like, guys who aren't ugly and don't seem like they would rape people. Like, they, they look, they look safe. And that's really, that's the bar. Yeah. That, that they, is the I feel thing. like the, it's the kind of that goofiness of, like, they seem attainable and nice. And, like, I would yeah, feel safe with it's them. It's like, he's a six, but he's not going to harass you at work. And you're like, ten. Yeah. He's a ten. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just had, like, a tangential side thought. This is so random. <laughs> but I, that was, like, kind of related to that thought. Yeah. It was my sister made a TikTok the other day. Okay. I will show it to you. It's very Please. funny. My sister made a TikTok the other day, and it's that one of those, like, face morphing filters where you, like, you know, it, like, you take a picture of yourself and it morphs you into, like, a famous person. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, my sister and, like, Benjamin Franklin and, like, okay. <laughs> okay. and, like, uh, like, uh, Ratsput- Rasputin. Yeah. And, like, you know, people like that. And someone commented, Rah-rah. and it was, like, a, exactly, it was, like, a stranger. I was, like, do you know who that is? And she goes, no. <laughs> someone commented and said, the reason that these filters don't work for you, she, what she was doing was she was rating, like, if she would smash the guy. Yeah. That's, like, the junction of her face and that guy's face. Like, yeah. She was, like, rating their attractiveness. And someone commented and said, the reason none of these filters work on you, which was dumb because they all worked, I don't know what the person was talking about, is because you have the eyes of someone who knows what web is. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Also, (laughs) what do those eyes look like? Yeah, we have the same eyes. Um, And definitely those are my eyes, not hers. I don't think she really knows what web is that much. Like whoa, weird. Whoa, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> she said it to me. She was like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. It was really funny. Anyway, that had nothing to do with anything, but it reminded me of that. That reminded me again. We're this is just a tangential. Topic, Sorry, guys. Kind of, this is that's a, that's what this is. This episode is nothing. <laughs> Propaganda, man. Propaganda, man. Propaganda, man. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, that reminded me. So, like, I'm, you may have seen it, you may not. The the filter going around where people are like, some people are like, this is the perfect filter. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect. It's like the super glam filter. Or oh, whatever. yeah, it's one of those filters that, like, smooths out your face and makes you look really young and puts, like, a little bit of blush on or whatever. Yeah, it's one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a, like, a full glam filter, so it's, like, it gives you, like, the contour and the eyes and all, all this yeah. stuff. And so for some people, it's like, this is the perfect filter. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, I've never, this is how I want to look. Yeah. And for other people, so, like, I, like, for other people, like, me, I was like, let's see. Let's just, like, for fun. I, um, put on this filter, and I will have to show it to you later, because it's really funny. Oh, no. I just, like, opened it and just put on this filter just to see, and I look like handsome Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sh- you've got to show me. Hang on. We're going to pause this so Sarah can show me. <laughs> I'll show you. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's been a, a couple of minutes. Yeah, but now you understand what I, I look like. Handsome Squidward. No, she does, and it's because I think we discussed it. It's because it puts your like it gives that very like kind of angular point to like your lips. Yeah, it it really emphasizes the lips and like the chin, like the whole jawline. Um. And if you, like, are, like, Sarah and I both have pretty, like, round face shapes. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't have that super, like, angled face shape, it, like, looks very unnatural on it's you, because you're like, my face does not look like that. It's really bad. But if somebody else's face already is kind of that shape, it's just yeah. emphasizing your face shape, and yeah. it, like, just looks like you, but, so, like, with makeup on. Right. So it's like, if you already have kind of, like, a heart-shaped face, or, like, a little bit more of a defined jawline, or already you have, like, kind of fuller lips, then you're gonna look great. But, uh, I don't. And also, the emphasized jawline with my, like, cleft chin is just, like, immediate yeah, they really, like, Squidward vibes. They really put a lot of shadow on your, like, They're chin like, dimple. Here, here we go. You've got a dimple on your chin. Say no more. Let's, it, guest on, right now. Like, <laughs> it's, you're getting, like, a, like, hacker it's, chin. <laughs> I knew that you were gonna know who that was. from like the early 2000s called Cyber Chase, Cyber Chase. <laughs> which is like a bunch of kids learning about like the internet. Cyber Chase was moving. We're beating Hacker at his <laughs> And Hacker is like the bad guy and in classic bad guy fashion he's, he has like the most enormous chin. Yeah he's like giant like kind of pointy weird chin. Yes. I'll put a picture of him on the episode cover. Yes. <laughs> I, my goal here is to just keep putting trademarked famous images on our episode covers until we get a cease and desist. Please. Oh my god. After that one, I don't remember what I talked about on the podcast, but after that one where I put Barbie on the cover, uh, Bryce was texting me and was like, by the way, I may have already talked about this on here, he was like, by the way, you should be careful, you could get a cease and desist. And I was like, if I get a cease and desist from Mattel, like, honestly, like, I'll take it. Yeah. Like, that's a like, compliment. That's, that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> yeah, because also, it's a cease and desist, you just take it off. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like I'm gonna get in, like, true legal trouble. And also, no. Mattel is never gonna find this podcast, but no. if they did... I would be, if, high, like, I would be honestly, highly flattered. if Mattel does find this podcast and they care... Yeah, and they're like, we need a cease and desist because you put a picture of Barbie yeah. on a furry. Yeah, like, if they, <laughs> if Mattel finds this podcast and they, like, care enough to be like, you are, like, it, ruining the Mattel brand. To be fair, I did put Barbie on a furry, so, like... So did they. They did that's it first. Fair. They, they put they Barbie did. in a fursuit... We just, we just talked about we it. We just talked about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> not Hardcore journalism here, folks. <laughs> Hard-hitting truth. 
episode is unhinged. It is. This is so special. <laughs> you know? This is literally what it's like to exist in the room with just me and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> this is just what it's like. This is just what unmedicated ADHD sounds like. That's very true. Oh, lordy. Well, we're at 47 minutes, and we've talked about nothing of substance. I feel like we were trying to talk about something. We really were. But by the time we got to it, we were like, we're not gonna, we don't have enough time to do this justice. So we're just gonna have to talk about it later. (laughs) See, the problem is that we record these episodes, like, back to back. Two at a time, back to back. So for us, it's like, oh, we're gonna record this in a few minutes. For you guys, it's two weeks. Yeah. So we started talking about something, and then we like edged you for two weeks. I know, which but is a bummer because like we had like this uh, like pretty good transition into it. And it was like ooh, you know, and then nope, just Mattel and propaganda may and <laughs> and the hacker chin and Pedro Pascal. <laughs> An entire episode of us making ourselves laugh. <sighs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> All I, feel right, like well, this is, I feel like we gotta stop now. I think we just got it. Like, yeah. So we gotta I, end on like a mid note. <laughs> yeah. so I would not call very this a mid. High note. It's not. It's not bad. A low note, but mid. Yeah, very mid. Right. <laughs> now we start rating our own episodes <laughs> yeah. after we record. Them. Thanks, and we're sorry. 